0: I have no idea what I'm doing, apparently. Hi, welcome to Back with a Cereal Box. I am your host, Willow Skylar. And um, yeah, once I figure out how, uh, how to actually work this thing, we're going to have a good show. <laughs> uh, so, speaking of technical difficulties, Johnny and Aubrey will be joining, hopefully, joining us today. But at worst case scenario, I'll just run the ship into the ground. <laughs> <laughs> so, stay tuned. We'll see what happens. It's like, coca
1: call the Levi Strauss.
0: Hey folks, welcome back. Uh, yes, I am your host this morning. We're uh, back with the cereal box. I am <laughs> I am Willow Uh So um, we're going to be talking about Thundar the Barbarian, and I've been trying to find episodes online uh, of it. I know I've seen like blitz here and there uh, growing up, but yeah, I'm. It's not a show that I'm familiar with. Uh, So if anybody wants to tell me their experiences with it, I'd be happy, more than happy to read about it in the chat. Um, So Zentron, thank you for joining us. Uh, And good day to you as well. Uh, Facebook user, good morning. I'm not sure who you are, but welcome here. johnny and aubrey are having technical difficulties so i'm just gonna fill up the gap here and chat with you guys for a little bit hopefully they can figure out uh what's going on with their with their stuff but i do have quite a bit of new loot so i'll get to that in a moment um what is in my bowl well i'm kind of doing a mixture what's in the bowl? Uh, I kind of did a mixture of uh, cinnamon graham crunch, uh, cinnamon toast crunch, graham cracker edition, and uh, the new Cinnabon uh, cereal that I found in my grocery store. Um, So, That's a good mix. <clears throat> um, so yeah, that's that is my great cereal for today. And of course, can't go anywhere without my trusty coffee. Make my own, make my own mocha. Uh, it's um, <laughs> espresso uh, and um, milk, water and. <laughs> and uh Nest- nestle quick uh uh syrup that is my mocha um so yeah as you guys can tell i am canadian so um i, I may apologize profusely throughout this whole episode <laughs> all right so what well, uh Nothing really uh, like there hasn't been too much exciting things. Hey, you got to work.
2: Yeah, so we are we are on our phone, okay. on my phone. Hey, everybody, this is Johnny and Aubrey. We are live together, coming to you from the kitchen counter at my house. <laughs> so I, you guys I don't look know. lovely. What's that?
0: You guys look lovely.
2: Well, thank you, and we're gonna have a hard time hearing you because we're hearing you through the microphone. Of the phone instead of our earphones, so we're gonna we're gonna do uh, do our best here, um, and we have a hard out right at nine o'clock, Willow, because okay. we are going to the Bowling Green Comic and Anime Show.
0: Oh, okay, yay! Yeah.
2: yeah. So uh, anyway, Aubrey's doing an awesome
0: Thunder uh,
2: Thunder th-
1: cosplay. So what mm-hmm. what character are you doing? Okay, so she has no name. Um, she's on episode seven, and in the first three minutes, she turns into a werewolf. Oh. Oh. Okay. Um, I went all out with the full costume.
2: That's like deep cut, deep research stuff, right mm-hmm. there. Was well, here, here, stand up, because now we're on our on the phone. I can get like maybe a shot here.
0: Oh, I, I love,
1: love it. Came to the beating, because I couldn't find beading. Like so I actually made the collar pieces.
2: Wait a minute. Um, w- when did you make this? This
1: yesterday? What? You handmade This is this collar wasn't this way. Um these these beads are actually hand painted. Um and that these these fake bone pieces are, are also. You, you- so we got a full costume even with new tights because in Thundar everybody wears little underwear and short pants. <laughs>
2: Well, but but you did that yesterday. Mm-hmm. Willow, are you as impressed as I am?
0: Uh, I'm very much impressed. I, I'm very much the last minute costume uh, costumer as well. So <laughs> I know what it's like to do. Wow,
2: wow. <laughs> so since we're joining you late, Willow, you you've opened the show. You've uh, what have you
0: done? Oh. Uh, I've done what's in the bowl. What, what is and, in your bowl? Uh, it's a mixture of uh, cinnamon toast crunch graham uh, cracker and uh, the cinnamon bond cereal. Ooh.
2: I, I love the it's, sound of it's that. It's really good. Cinnamon toast crunch, cinnamon cinnamon, and look, I'm all over that. So mm-hmm. I'm going to introduce Aubrey to something brand new this morning. Mm. I'm going to introduce her to Magic Spoon Ooh. cereal. Okay. So this is, Aubrey, my favorite day-to-day cereal. Mm-hmm. This is what I eat pretty much every morning, although I haven't eaten any this week because I've had food poisoning. And yes. I wasn't sure I was going to survive. <laughs> that's that's part, part joke, part true. Um, it was so, mad. what
0: restaurant are we staying away from?
2: A <laughs> uh, street vendor.
0: Uh oh, oh, oh. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's my own fault, but oh well. Um, all right. So, I've, I've poured some Magic Spoon cereal. Now, here's for those of you who don't know, Magic Spoon is the high protein, keto friendly, gluten free, grain free, soy free, wheat free, naturally flavored totally delicious childlike cereal for grown-ups. There's 140 calories per one cup serving. There's there's nothing artificial. This is all natural. Um, it's very expensive, but it's, to me, super delicious. And the back of this cereal box, every back of the box has a like totally grown-up kind of game maze, trivia. It's very difficult. So... What, what do we think, Aubrey? You don't like it. Uh-oh.
0: I didn't say I don't like it. Um, so while he was going through the list of all the uh, free, uh, like it's free of this, the free of that, I almost wanted to say free of fun. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, it's totally fun, but for grown-ups.
1: It does taste like chocolate.
2: Are you a texture person? Because I will tell you, this does have kind of a texture almost like I'm going to be polite. Like stale Cheetos. Am I right? <laughs> but <laughs> But okay, if you can get past the texture <clears throat> it's very delicious. In my opinion. I love this cereal.
1: Okay. So um, I eat protein foods, and I will say that um, as far as protein foods goes, especially with the silk milk, it's not really that bad.
0: Okay, good to know.
2: Yeah, we're we're using almond milk because mm. I have no I have no aversion to dairy, but I am very calorie conscious, mm. and so mm. I want to get the most possible with the lowest calorie count. <clears throat> so. That almond milk lets me do that. Eighty calories per cup. So for this, about forty calories, maybe, in this bowl. Then it's worth it. Yeah. So. See,
0: I, I. I. I should be more calorie conscious than I am, but to be honest, I wouldn't have the sexy body if I didn't eat a lot of the cheeseburgers that I did.
2: <laughs> well. I love that. And um, you keep eating those cheeseburgers. <laughs> oh, I will. <laughs> so so for those people who are watching, <clears throat> they're probably wondering, what in the world are they eating cereal on camera for? Well, it's Saturday morning, right? And because it's fun. It's fun. That's what this show is about, celebrating the fun of the Saturdays of our youth. And when I was a kid, we were getting up on Saturday mornings to watch cartoons with big bowls of cereal and then read some comic books, watch some Godzilla movies. Mom would kick us out of the house and we'd stay out until the streetlights came on. Um, and, Sometimes uh, after. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, our mom thought that we were riding our bikes around the block for eight <laughs> hours. Uh-uh. And um, those eight hours we rode five miles away. We went over two railroad tracks, explored a cave, built well, we a we
0: didn't have phones.
2: No, we didn't have phones.
0: Poked at a dead body with a stick. Oh wait, that that's not the <laughs> that's not no, our that, life.
2: That happened. So we found there was the danger. We
0: were almost we oh, stopped... got hit by a train. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but but you know we one time we found a snapping turtle. That was, I, you know, in hindsight, I feel really bad. I feel like it might have been stranded because it was not in the pond. It was beside the pond. But we, we put a stick in front of its mouth. And it, I, I mean, a branch this big. And it snapped that sucker in half like oh, a wow. twit. I, it was amazing. The thing looked like a dinosaur. But th- those are the kind of things we did. You know, we built forts out of um, pallets. Okay. I just want to let you know. We would go in the woods. We, we we build tree houses, right? We had a tree house that we built in the woods. And we built it using wood that we reclaimed from a housing construction site. The, the pallets and the lumber. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was us. Yeah, anyway. But, you know, we, we didn't have smartphones or tablets at the breakfast table, so we were reading the back of the cereal box, hence the name. That was our world. That was our portal. And uh, yay, Saturday. And, um, Aubrey, get, get, just come a little bit closer. Act like you like me. All right. Um, so that's what this show is about. And you guys can post comments and um, – and do the whole thing, and and Willow. Since I have like zero control on the phone, you're gonna have to post yeah. comments for us. So and...
0: we have Zentrón that showed up early for for once.
2: <laughs> and what does he say? Yo, uh, yo, yo 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 people. Good morning, Zentrón. So good to see you.
0: Uh, good day to you all.
2: And yeah, thank you, Zentrón. And I um, see
0: we have a facebook user but i think there's two of them because i recognize this one good morning beautiful people uh I, i'm not sure what uh, who this one is good morning
2: i'll bet you that's carl Whitman. because <laughs> he refuses <laughs> to give facebook authorization to use his anyway <laughs> I don't know what the deal is.
0: Centron uh, says, uh, I went to Manchester Comic Con last Sunday. And he says, nice to the costume, uh, Aubrey. You are amazing with your costume.
2: Yeah, and she did this just to wear for the show this morning. She's not even going to wear this to the Comic Con. <laughs> oh, you
1: have another I costume. d d inspired because there's going to be a D&D artist from the original D&D comics back in the day.
0: Yeah,
1: And so they had a ginger there. So I kind of threw together my best rendition of her costume also.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Wow. Look at her. Look at you with all the costume changes today. (laughs) There would be more if I had more room in my car.
2: (laughs) Well, more room in your car, more room in my car.
0: Uh,
2: Um, Anyway.
0: Chris uh, Goyne says, hi, Johnny. Glad you're feeling better.
2: Thank you, Chris. And you know, Chris, we're, we're talking about, keep, keep his comment up for just okay. a minute, Willow. So Chris Goins is the artist behind Black Sheep Studios. And um, he's become a great friend. Um, and I have some of his original art. Met him at CryptidCon two years ago. And if you go over into uh, the images, Willow, there is some fan art. And there is a um, a horizontal fan art picture of Thundar, Ookla, and Princess Ariel that Chris did, and uh, that is fantastic from Black Sheep Studios. Check him out because he's quickly become one of my favorite Saturday morning cartoon artists.
0: Okay, cool.
2: Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you for joining us, Chris. I knew he would when he saw that we were talking about Thundar. Now before we get to Thunder the Willow, you know what else we need to do? What's up? We need to reach into the cereal box and pull out our fun prizes. This is a segment we call New Loot, because that's that was the second thing we did, right? Now yeah. when 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 I was a kid, we would just reach our whole hand in, you know, root around or did you do like I did, Aubrey? I would pour the whole bowl, whole box out in a big bowl to get the prize. Did you, you get do that? So
1: in trouble for that, yeah. <laughs> and I was a goody two shoes, I was the one who was like, If I can't get to it, I wait till it's close to use, like once or twice, because I know the adults aren't going
0: to get it first. Mm-hmm. Oh,
2: my goodness, you were a goody two shoes.
0: Oh, I just stuck my whole hand oh, in there. <laughs>
2: That's funny. Well, we're going to reach into this cereal box and pull out the impossibly huge prize. Again, two weeks ago. Oh,
0: (gasps) squirrel. Girl. Oh my God.
2: So Willow, this again has been on my to buy list for about two years.
0: That have to have been like sixty or seventy bucks there. The original
2: <laughs> retail price on this was sixty bucks. At Ollie's, oh. are you ready for this?
0: Putting down my cereal. Twelve ninety nine. What? Ooh.
2: Yeah, nice. yeah. Hasbro overestimated the demand for Squirrel Girl, and
0: you know. I don't know. I like it. Dude, I will buy you all the uh, all the toys from Toys R Us if you need it. I want that. I want that set. I will send you money for that.
2: <laughs> well, you know what? So I, I will go today, and if they still have any, I will buy a second one and I will send oh. it to you. Cause, cause I I actually love Squirrel Girl. I, I think she's hysterical. And you know it comes with the motorcycle, the Vespa. Uh, three of her squirrel friends that go. No, I guess home, no. There are three. There are three They go in the basket. But Ollie's uh, get it for less.
0: I I was at Toys R Us last yesterday, and I didn't see that that figurine set there.
2: Well, be, because he, here's why they sat on shelves and didn't move. For two years Huck. that's why they're on clearance at Ollie's. I- I'm telling you Hasbro overestimated the demand, and either fans just didn't realize it was a thing, which I suspect is probably right now
0: mm-hmm.
2: or um, they couldn't justify the $60 price tag like me mm-hmm. and at one part at one point target did have it marked down to forty nine ninety nine mm-hmm. but that, that that come on. It's cool, but it's not fifty dollars cool. But it is. But it is cool. But it is thirteen dollars cool. <laughs> I didn't even have to blink. So.
0: No, I I saw a Sentinel uh, for sale, uh, like uh, for sale for like thirty bucks, and I'm just like, I still can't really justify buy.
2: My- <laughs> no, I I can't justify those prices at all. So cool, I love it. Mm hmm. Yeah. yeah, you would be a great Squirrel Girl cosplay.
1: Mm. Mm. I don't know. I don't have Vespa. Anybody got one for sale?
2: <laughs> so, Willow, you got any uh, prizes?
0: Uh, for I do. Boxes for um, okay, so...
2: <laughs> is this My, my
0: husband oh. loves collecting these cars, and I happen to find the Brady Bunch uh, Plymouth Satellite Station Wagon.
2: Wow, that's that's amazing. So, um, hmm.
0: And uh, you're going to get a kick out of this, Johnny. So, um, so
2: for those of you who are just listening, Willow held up a Brady Bunch um, car. What What is the uh, m- m- uh, company that makes that?
0: Uh, it is Greenlight Hollywood Collectibles. Greenlight gr- Green gr- Collectibles.
2: Interesting. All right. And it's very cool. It's in a, a, a clamshell uh, blister yeah. pack that it's in one of those blister packs that is impossible to open without <laughs> destroying the entire package. Um, why would they do that? Um, but, uh, you know, if you ever get something in one of those packages, you got to cut the whole thing open mm-hmm. and destroy it. Yeah. Out. Yeah. Uh,
0: so I don't know if anybody really remembers what I'm sure a lot of people remember watching this movie, uh, in the eighties, but who here remembers (laughs) crawl?
2: So Willow is holding up. Is this a, a VHS or a DVD or it's a
0: VHS.
2: Sorry. sorry, It's
0: a DVD that looks like a VHS. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Uh, Yes.
2: But, but it's in a case that looks like a VHS case of, of crawl, and you know what, Willow? I have never seen this movie.
0: I, I, I know that people are
2: having a heart attack right now.
0: <laughs> uh, I didn't. I didn't watch it as a kid. But when I started started dating my husband uh, decades ago, <laughs> uh, he he showed it to me uh, one day, and I, it's actually kind of fun. It's it's a good movie.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's one that I need to see. Um, it, it borders on that, you know, high fantasy, sci-fi, and horror, yeah. which is kind of a little bit outside of my tastes. But, but anything else?
0: Uh, I did find uh, oh yes, a Fruit Loops makeup <laughs> palette.
1: I'm excited about that. You're gonna so, do a video. So, right?
0: Oh yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a series where I do like cereal uh, inspired makeup one of these I days. So love it's, this it's actually, yeah, I love it.
1: And I it, love yeah, it. like
0: I have, I think I I believe I have the whole set now where uh, Claire's came yeah. out with. Uh, like, Cheetos! Where's their orange? <laughs> that uh,
2: is. Cheetos. So that
0: that was a lip gloss palette. That's uh, Doritos had it oh has God. a makeup palette, <laughs> and uh, also Cocoa Puffs. Oh, that one! I That's want. a really nice makeup oh, palette. One. So, and these right. colors actually are really nice.
2: Willow. So, your mission, if you choose to accept it. <laughs> Is going to be doing for our TikTok channel and okay. Instagram channel, doing uh, like a, a stop, like not stop motion, not uh, time lapse, kind of time lapse, but doing some makeup tutorials with those. <laughs> um, 30 seconds.
0: I, I'm still learning how to do makeup. I'm still learning how to be a woman. Uh-huh. Never mind <laughs> tutorials. <laughs>
2: That would, uh, uh oh, Aubrey's jealous.
0: No, I want her to do it. <laughs> I will Not, definitely, like, I, I will do definitely it. do the makeup that, but I, I don't know about tutorials.
2: <laughs> okay, well, yeah. you can start with a blank face. You've seen this trend on TikTok where they show, yeah. blank, no makeup, and then they go,
0: Oh, yeah, I, I they're yeah.
2: completely done.
0: Yeah, do that, absolutely.
2: <laughs> yeah. You, and and that's how you do it is, is you know, you start, you know, with no makeup and then you hold up the palette to your face,
0: zoom <laughs> it in
2: and back, and then you're done. <laughs> and that'll be awesome. I I, I want to see that happen. For sure. Yeah.
0: Definitely hey, so do that.
2: We, we got a few more comments. Um, Zentron talking about um, the Squirrel Girl set. He says... Yeah, if it came out next week, I the most I'd pay would be 20 bucks, 20 pounds in his case. But um, yeah, that, that's the most I would pay for that normally. And I love it though, but but just toys have gotten ridiculously overpriced, completely out of touch. And um, I don't know if it's a problem that can be solved or not. And in, in a, some regards, Hasbro has said they've raised their prices to $34 for the six-inch Marvel Legends and Star Wars Black and um, the Power Rangers, $34. Yeah. And they're saying that they're doing it to um, dissuade scalpers from buying them all up and then reselling okay, them there's a
1: lot of people doing that. Okay, I know a lot of people in the D&D community and in the magic community and magic cards, people do that stuff all the time. I, I know, but... but how does that dissuade them? Because and yet
0: Mattel still is doing those um, releases of their Monster High dolls, uh, and they're they're not doing anything to it to protect the actual buyers of them.
2: Well, I, I mean, how can you? Uh, you know, but here here's the cool thing: the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Mutant Mayhem figures, ten bucks. Mm-hmm. So it can be done. Hasbro, Mattel, you can do it. I'm just saying that their playmates is doing 10 bucks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) And they're, they're super high quality. They're not the, the dollar store, you know, Mm -hmm. stock because there is a whole line that Hasbro does just for dollar store. And those are actually decent too.
0: Zontron says Hasbro is putting out retail great figures at collector collector prices. That's
2: exactly correct. That is correct. Exactly correct. Hey, Willow, before we get to our main topic of Thundar, Mm -hmm. can you um, pop up that ad for Nightly Spirits? Because Saturday Morning 101 is sponsored by NightlySpirits.com. This is the ghost tour company that I work with, but... The promo code JohnP667 works anywhere in the country. So Seattle, Chicago, Washington, Savannah, Charlotte, um, Houston, Nashville, anywhere that we operate in 17 cities across the country. You can use my promo code JohnP667 at nightlyspirits.com and take 10% off your next fun night out. (laughs) Ta-da! Well, Willow, let's uh, dive into our main topic this morning because we right. have 30 minutes left before Aubrey and I have to jet out. Absolutely. Part out at nine. Um, we are talking Saturday morning 101 and we are down to the last two shows. Mm-hmm. And in this series, we are talking about basically the essentials of Saturday morning cartoons. Um, what our fans, our viewers, our listeners and Johnny believe are the essentials to understand what Saturday mornings were like when we were kids. And so we've gone through golly, how many weeks now, Willow, maybe 40, 30.
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's been <laughs> when did we start this? Like at the beginning of the year, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, um, it's, it's been a long list, and we're down to the last two, and this morning, we're talking about the Ruby Spears classic, Thundar the Barbarian. Oh, yeah. Now, I, um, I, I was not able to find any full episodes for free Me to watch. Me however, yeah. however, I used to watch this religiously as a kid. And um, I, uh, I absolutely adored it when I was a kid. It is, you know, in my opinion, Thundar is the perfect Saturday morning cartoon. It was very grown up because it was not silly oh, yeah. in any way. No, um, It was post-apocalyptic. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, I remember as a kid, as an eight-year-old kid or 10-year-old kid, being a little bit frightened by what the future... Held, because um, when 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 was that? Um, the year it was
1: 1994 set, nineteen ninety four. when the catastrophe happened, <laughs> according to my notes.
2: Yeah, yeah. So the global catastrophe that plunged the world into darkness happened in nineteen ninety four, and in mm-hmm. in nineteen eighty, when this show was on. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was just fourteen years away. Right. I mean, I was terrified that this could be really happening. Um, and then two thousand later, two thousand years later, the earth is reborn and one man breaks his bonds to fight evil and tyranny with his trusty sun sword mm-hmm. and his companions Ukla the mock and Ariel. Oh, no. And you know, yeah, here we go. So <laughs> this was this was kind of a blend of Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm and Star Wars. Oh
1: yeah, in a lot of ways.
2: Set in a post-apocalyptic world. Um, Obviously, Thundar was supposed to be the Luke Skywalker kind of character. And uh, Ariel was the the princess, the Princess Leia. And Mm -hmm. um, I was reading an an interview with Steve Gerber, the creator of Thundar, that Ukla Lamok was I mean, it a was ripoff. it was a ripoff of Chewbacca. Yeah, I intentional. Um, the the, producer, yeah, Ruby the producers, Ruby Spears, they were like, "We want." Yeah, you got to have this
1: character that already exists. Let's make another one. Yeah,
2: you got to have <laughs> Chewbacca. But um, he was much more than
1: than just that. He was not Chewbacca. Let's no. just say, if you haven't seen this animation, yes, it's old school, but it's about a slave who becomes a hero. Can't love that backstory. Yeah, and
2: you know, in in the Star Wars mythos, Han Solo frees Chewbacca mm-hmm. from slavery. Well, I correct me if I'm wrong. The opposite happens here. Uh, actually, Princess they they reveal it later on. We don't learn until season two that mm-hmm. Princess Ariel actually freed Thundar and ukla from slavery mm-hmm. um and that's how they met and became you know a, a family a team but um yeah her, yeah.
1: her stepdad um is a a famous wizard of the time because it's magic yep and it's also like special sorcery like science mixed in <laughs> and so she was raised by this like really bad sorcerer and um he uh he enslaved both Thundar and Ukla. By the way, Ukla's name.
2: Yeah, you can say
1: Ukla's name comes from UCLA, y'all. Oh. Like, they were driving by UCLA and his buddy was like, hey, Ukla. (laughs) What?
0: Interesting. Okay, okay. All
2: right, right. wait, Can can we pause here for just a
0: minute?
2: Yep. I'm both shocked and delighted (laughs) this is aubrey's notebook one two three Mm -hmm. four five and a half pages of notes for this morning Mm -hmm. and and it's not just you know single words i mean she
1: (laughs) don't look at my scribble (laughs) oh my gosh
2: this is unbelievable
1: unbelievable
2: Mm -hmm so yeah. yeah so so uh, so <laughs> <laughs> so willow cycle through some of those images because i, I want to talk about this for just a minute and aubrey add color okay so this is um one of the rat uh people mm-hmm. the mutated rats yes and you know there was everything was super dark super dystopian post-apocalyptic um yeah keep going willow just flip oh, okay. through a little bit um And, you know, we had giant monsters. Yeah,
1: so Ariel, she is really a badass, by the way. Okay. She's the adoptive daughter of Sabian. Sabian. Who is um, the owner of Ookla and Thundar previously.
2: So this creature. Okay, so here's. Yeah, go ahead. Keep going. So Ookla, (laughs) super strong. Here you see him hefting (laughs) and throwing a Volkswagen. That's far stronger than Chewbacca (laughs) ever was. Mm That's (laughs) right. Yeah, this clearly superhuman strength. Uh, well, not human, because I guess we don't know what Ukla is, kind of like a hybrid of a bear and ape.
1: They insinuate that the mocks are a tribal people.
2: Yeah, okay.
1: They're, they're very, very much like our previously mentioned hero from Star Wars.
2: Yeah, yeah there's actually even, I couldn't uh, load the image because it was laced with malware but um there is an image where they visit some of ukla's tribe and the tribal chief very much looks like some of the elders from the wookie tribes that we see mm. years later in mm. star wars So
1: who took from who yeah at what point yeah.
2: <laughs> it's 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 all a vicious circle keep keep cycling through okay so I wanna talk about these character designs. So these are some of the villains. And as we're going through these villains, one of the things that is going to stand out is you're gonna be like, Johnny, why does it look like Jack Kirby drew these? Go go, (laughs) go ahead and go to the next one. For those of you who don't know Jack, oh, this is funny because this was Ruby Spears production and Ruby Spears used to work for Hanna Barbera's, and it's in a post-apocalyptic future. And and so they find Speed Buggy.
1: It's so funny. This is
2: Speed Buggy from the Hanna Barbera universe, mm. but in, anyway.
1: And they use it in so many this car in so many cartoons back then.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's just a super funny nod to the adjacent world. Okay, so mm. is this is this Sabian? Is this? I know he's one of the dark wizards. And Somebody we,
1: tell us in the comments.
2: Because I could not find what his name was. Um, but again, you're looking at him going, why does he look like he was drawn by Jack Kirby? Mm. Well, mm-hmm. that's an excellent question. I'm glad you asked. Mm-hmm. It's because he was. So <clears throat> the, the Steve Gerber is the creator of Thundar the Barbarian. He created other works like Aubrey.
1: Oh my gosh, so many.
2: I saw you had a note on him.
1: Uh, um, He created
2: Howard the Duck. Yes,
0: yes. Um, (laughs) Chris Goins, Chris Goins says, that's Janice. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt.
2: No, you're good. Janice, okay. Um, So Steve Gerber created Howard the Duck. Yes, he did. Um, He created Solar, the man, uh, was it Solar? Solar, is that right? Oh, that's going to drive me crazy. But Steve Gerber, (laughs) huge guy. Um, The main um, visuals were fleshed out by Jack Kirby and Alex Toth. Mm. Um, So go ahead to the next image, Willow. Again, more Jack Kirby designs, Mm -hmm. obviously Jack Kirby. Yeah,
1: his Um, finger was in this whole thing two seasons
2: Yeah, Yeah, he he was all over it. Because Alex Toth created the original... um, designs for thundar ukla and ariel but then for some reason he had to exit the project and jack kirby became the lead visual designer but here's what's strange he's not credited on the show as having influence go ahead to the next one so does anyone recognize one of these buildings rising up out of the swamp
0: yeah, definitely looks like the uh, <laughs> the village from uh, Return of the Jedi.
2: Well, okay. A little bit. I'm I I <laughs> Well, no, see, to the left, the domed building, that is the headquarters of the Legion of Doom oh, from... Nice No. Oh, oh,
0: wow, okay. I totally did not catch that. that
2: is- <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're super Challenge of the Super Friends fan, you cannot unsee that. All right, go ahead and go to the next one, Willow. All right, so this is a Jack, an original Jack Kirby mm-hmm. piece, where you know, working with Alex Toth, he fle- helped him flesh out the, the final designs, and what I would give to have this original piece framed in my office, because mm-hmm. one, I'm a huge Jack Kirby fan, I love his art. I didn't as a kid, but as an adult, I I love it, and I've got some more of his original art. So go ahead to the next one. This is another original Jack Kirby design piece, and of course, you know, as we're looking at this, the the villain characters and the vehicles and the mm-hmm. machinery are much more detailed than they made it to the to the screen because they had to, you know. Simplify it for the animators at Ruby Spears. And next one, Willow. And you were right. So, and again, this is Jack Kirby's art. You were right, Aubrey. Princess Ariel was bad ass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She was bad to the bone. She could cast spells. She could fight. She could teleport. Um, as a matter of fact, I don't know why they ever had to ride any vehicles or... Because she could teleport them anywhere, couldn't she? She,
1: she could to a certain extent, yeah. They, they get weak, these characters, but she could do energy beams. Uh, unless it was some really strong uh, sorcerer that blocked it with a spell. She could seem to get out of anything.
2: Almost. Yeah. Next one, oh, Willow. Okay, that's Chris mm-hmm. Goins' original art. Okay, go ahead and pull that down. Uh, and there's another fan art piece. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a nice one. but you know the the, the thing is th- this whole show is so iconic in so many ways um you, you had writers like Steve Gerber, Roy Thomas um, Mark Evinger writing the scripts so you know there's no there's no silly kid stuff in this show
1: and there's also sorry to go, ahead. To, no, go ahead go some landmarks so if people like history, Okay. We like the fact that America is in this, because because this is dystopian us. Yeah. This isn't some random planet X. You know, this isn't some other timeline. This is us, guys, from nineteen ninety four. Okay. So mm-hmm. we've got the Lincoln Memorial head, um, the Capitol building, the Smithsonian Institute, a sign with Pennsylvania Avenue just lying sideways. There are Easter eggs throughout this whole two seasons. Hmm. Okay, and that was just what I mentioned was in just episode seven. Of season one. <laughs> so, you guys have like so much that you could find out about this. One thing I wanted to mention the sun sword.
2: Yes, okay. the sun sword.
1: So, the sun sword, it seems so like, oh, you know, Thundar is nothing without his sun sword. Guess what? He didn't have his sun sword, it wasn't his. The sun sword was given to him by Ariel. Sabian had it. Okay. And if you take the sun sword, anyone, you, me, Ariel, anybody, Ukla, can take the sun sword to the pool of power to recharge it and anybody can use it.
2: Ooh.
1: So she slave, she saved slaves, two slaves that she liked from her stepfather, man who raised her. She was totally into books. Okay, so you know, Beauty and the Beast is one of my favorite animations, Disney. Not a shout out. I'm not listening to you. I'm not talking to you. Anyway, <laughs> what I'm saying is is that story, the girl in the books, I was that girl in the books for so long. And Ariel was that girl in the book, so she met these two slaves, and she was like, "I believe in them. I believe in this cause." And and she broke them out, and and they were like the top guys, and she gave them a sword, and she, and she just rode away with the horses. I'm like, well, and and, and she
2: and she basically self banished herself. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was done. She's like,
0: bye, Dad. Yeah. Mm, I know you're a bad guy. It's okay. <laughs>
2: But you know, obviously, when I was a kid, mm-hmm. seeing that sun sword, I was like, that's a lightsaber.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep. It has the same powers, the okay. same powers. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, um, what? I, I mean, you got almost six pages of notes. We don't have time to go through No all way, of them, but no I, way. I, I <laughs> the key points yes. here. Now, yes, definitely. Can, can we appreciate something here? So, hmm. Will, through the images that I have loaded, Um, Find one where you can see Princess Ariel's face um, pretty well. Does anyone notice that despite the difference in color, Aubrey's hair is the exact same hairstyle as Princess Ariel? (laughs) A little. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I might need to try black in the future. Black hair. (laughs) No.
2: now here's here's what's really wild about this this show only lasted two seasons and then was in reruns in 83 um but it was canceled because the the uh the network Mm. wanted to promote laverne and shirley
0: Marshall is the man who is responsible for taking Fundar from us. Oh, oh. Okay. Yeah. Fundar Ukla, Ariel.
1: He, we he, miss you. And Gary come. took it. Yeah, he did for the puns. Not that I don't love the puns. You gotta love a guy who likes music.
2: Well, I think it was the actual show was Laverne and Shirley in space.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did Laverne and Shirley, and they did Happy Days, uh, Happy Days
0: Gang, also. What?
2: Come on, come on.
0: Yeah, e- e- Eli says it. Quite perfectly. Well, I'm sorry, what? <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um oh, hey, Zentron has a great uh comment about where we can see these episodes for free. The full episodes is over at Daily Motion.
1: Ooh, thank you, Zentron.
2: The the uncensored video sharing platform.
1: Mm, just remember, folks, they have little tiny outfits on. So if your kids are in the room and you have a problem with that.
2: Just remember, there's a lot of bank um, spand- and
0: spandex on that one. All right. <laughs> um, all there's right. A let's. Lot worse going um, on no,
2: now? But it was Laverne and Shirley <laughs> in the army, not in space. Laverne oh, and Shirley in the thank army. You. Brad Parnell thank you, Mark, Brad. corrects us. Yeah, you know, we can always depend on Brad because, unlike Aubrey, I don't take notes. I remember every. I, it's all from my memory. Everything that I've just shared with you this morning, and and Aubrey can confirm, I don't have anything up in front of me. I'm just going sheerly Mm -hmm. by my memory for these properties.
0: There is like a little documentary on uh, YouTube about the that I tried watching a little bit this morning, but got distracted because my cats were being brats. but...
2: that's funny that's funny but it does
0: Um, have a lot of information hey
2: we've got a great comment from tony snipes at port portsmouth aeroship building company um who says i absolutely loved this show and um i i i can understand why the you know tony is my diesel punk brother and 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 one of the things about diesel punk steampunk is It's this mashup of genres and aesthetics, and that's what this show Thundar was. Mm -hmm. It was a mashup of future sci fi, post apocalyptic, swords, and sorcery. Um, and um, the soundtrack, he says, Yeah, it was was by Dean
1: Elliott,
0: Mm -hmm. in case you're curious, which I'm sure you've probably found out already. But Uh, I'll have to, I'll have to take a look. I'll have to try to find some episodes and I'll. do what Zentron says and it's kind of uh, spicy. I he, mean, for a kid's
1: show, it's kind of spicy. His his <laughs> quotes, his one-liners are very interesting.
2: Now, the voice of Thundar, this was mm-hmm. this is interesting. This is one of the reasons I loved it so much. Was the same actor, Robert Ridgely, who did Flash Gordon. Oh, and,
1: okay.
2: Um, this is where we see the, the 70s and 80s cartoon universe. Being very interconnected and a little bit incestuous um, because we had three main animation studios at the time Hanna Barbera, mm-hmm. Filmation, and Ruby Spears. Perfect. And they were all riffing off of each other.
1: They were their fingers in each other's pies the whole time, I yeah. swear. Like nobody can complain. Nobody. <laughs> you guys know.
2: <laughs> yeah, because they were. But they, look
1: what it made. Yeah, it
2: made some great Just stuff. look what
1: it made! Come on! We, we, we
2: see her here in Thundar. You know, it's produced by Ruby Spears. Um, but they previously had worked for Hanna-Barbera and done shows. Scooby-Doo they created for Hanna-Barbera. They worked mm-hmm. on the Super Friends. And here and they created Speed Buggy. So here we see them dropping Easter eggs in their original show to other properties that they had their fingers in. And with Robert Ridgely being the voice of Thundar, you see um, some of the background artwork very reminiscent of um, Flash Gordon and Scooby-Doo. I, I mean, it was all very interconnected, and um, I, I love that. Love that. And um, Tony Sipes, <coughs> Smith Airship Building Company says, "Yep, the soundtrack was awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, love that." So willow we got 10 more minutes mm-hmm. Let, let's uh let's uh take comments from the audience and address those you guys can you tell uh, how obsessed i am with this show? <laughs> so, so did, did you you obviously you're a fan of thunder mm-hmm. you you did the cosplay you did the whole thing
1: i remember it yeah. i was the girl who was watching reruns while other people were having friends sometimes but that's okay because it made me love these things so much more. And then going back and watching them as an adult is totally different. Because let's face it, the songs we heard when we were younger, the things oh, we Mickey, watched. you're so fine. You're so fine. They're totally my different now, man. This is totally different. Totally different. So go back and check this out. Um there's there's some interesting things that I haven't mentioned. I'm telling you, it's worth it. You see monuments, you have a great storyline. If you're into women empowerment, I mean literally, she is the reason this whole story is happening. Yeah. Ariel started it all, you know? So
2: and well and that's a that's an interesting contrast from Flash Gordon mm-hmm. um and, and Thundar. Different studios, but a lot of the same creators working on it in Flash Gordon, Dale Arding was the damsel in distress. And in this, Thundar was the hero in distress that the damsel saved.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, it's an interesting
0: But the, the 80s was, it was very much about like women empowerment, not just from the cartoons that we were watching, like Gem and the Holograms, but even with music, like Joan Jett. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, so there was way, that was a huge women empowerment. Uh,
2: if you guys are hearing that vacuum in the background, somebody is running the vacuum upstairs. They, <laughs> they, they just. Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: It, it, is your wife happy, Johnny?
2: <laughs> no. No, she's not. We're, we're
1: taking up the kitchen. That's why we got to wrap it up.
2: Yeah. Oh. Okay. Comic Con. Um, so Chris Goyne says, um, Robert Ridgely was also in several Mel Brooks movies. Love
1: Mel Brooks movies. Yep.
2: Um, Tony Snipe says, I loved how they traveled the country. Yeah, this was kind of a travel
1: log Mm -hmm. uh,
2: Mm -hmm. as well. I mean, very Tolkien-esque in that regards.
1: Yeah, they took us through the whole world, but they gave us a little bit of everything. And guys, if you watch episode seven, don't ever think that Thundar is invincible. He gets changed into a werewolf in that episode.
0: Ooh. Oh, but how
1: does he get out of it? Hmm.
0: Wow. I did not know this. Uh, <laughs> uh, Robert Wrigley was also in several Mel Brooks movies.
2: Yeah. Huh. Oh, I love this comment from Dave Mattingly. That Ariel is the damsel who brings distress. Ooh, I like that. That's good. That's good stuff. What We missed a couple... Um, further back let's see what other people have to say
0: well eli is, says that he's gonna hey, go to daily motion and it, he's gonna pay them a visit
2: so eli you are going to absolutely love thunder if you've never seen it this is 100 percent up your alley this is a show that you are going to resonate with hard it is it is liked T. Cash, all over it.
1: The story is <laughs> worth
2: the watch. Yeah, yeah. Dogs are getting restless in the background.
0: <laughs> oh, no. All they right. Won
2: out? Yeah, they went out. Um, so let's see. Um, I'm just going to scroll through here. Brad Parnell says NBC reran the shows in 1983. Yes, yes, they did. I have my 40 year high school reunion next week. Not that I feel Ooh, old or anything.
1: Oh, congratulations! Yes. Yeah.
2: Congratulations, Brad. Well, one of the ways that you can not feel old is to relive some of these memories in adulthood.
1: Recapture the moment, but learn something new and see something new at the same time.
2: Yeah. And, and you know, one of my tips is that you never, that, that if you want to stay young, give yourself something to look forward to every day. And um, even if it's a small thing like watching Thundar the Barbarian. Now, Or we'll, watching us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Now, Willow, you said you didn't see any um, any uh, full episodes, but I, I sent you, obviously, the intro and whatnot. Yeah. So what did you like about what you saw?
0: It, it looked like a, like. OK, so as someone who grew up watching like He-Man and She-Ra, it looks like that could definitely uh, exist in the same type of universe as Shira and, uh, and He-Man. Um, and again, with the women empowerment thing, uh, definitely, uh, I, I love the notion of having a strong willed, uh, woman who, who can be her own, like, you know, like she doesn't, she doesn't need men male- to back her up.
1: Right. Exactly. She doesn't take away from the male character or the male story. She's just yes. her own person in the story. She has her own thing and I love that. So, if there's anybody out there that's like, oh, they didn't do that for the ladies back then. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did.
0: Check us out. We were been, we were there. We just got to go back in the way, way back machine. <laughs> we had yep. some really kick-ass characters in the 80s and I think we, we need to uh, bring them back.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, Willow, so I hate to cut this short, but my, my dogs are barking. They want to get out. And if they uh, come out, it is going to be utter chaos here. So uh, Aubrey and I are going to jump out. We're going to let you close out the rest of the show. Okay. All right. Take whatever time you want, address comments for as long as you want. Uh, <laughs> I just want to thank everyone for popping in this morning and sorry, we're a little bit chaotic this morning, but um, we're having internet problems and, uh, we're on the phone, but Willow's an awesome pilot when she takes over, and I'm glad to have her on the team. You and guys
0: make sure that – oh, Johnny, make sure that you make up with your wife so that she doesn't uh, feel left out.
2: Okay. Yeah. yeah. So for those <laughs> of you who haven't heard, yesterday we got the um, notification from chartable.com Ooh. that the back of the cereal box is officially ranked charting at number 50 – on Apple podcasts in the animation and yes. manga category. So we have, we've broken past the top 50 and we're at, at number 50. And um, I, I want to thank everyone out there for making that possible. We couldn't do it without you guys in the audience. And uh, we we really, really, really appreciate you guys. So um, anyway. Like
0: and subscribe.
2: Yes. And, and the help us get go.
0: to the top 10.
2: Yeah and And look, the best way you guys can help us by doing that is two ways. Um, go go to the audio version of the podcast on Apple or Spotify or Google wherever you listen to podcasts and post a comment or you'll know, post a review. but more importantly, share it. Mm-hmm. and And if you will share our show, and look, I don't care if you share the audio or the video. It doesn't matter, but share our show. Help us grow our audience. And um, that will put us in the top 10. Maybe even we can hit number one.
0: Ooh.
2: Anyway, Ooh. Aubrey and I are going to jump out. Willow, you drive <laughs> it home. Thank you, all everybody. Right. Love you, mean it. Take us out, Willow, because I don't want to hit end here. All, It'll- all right, all right. All right. Have Bye-bye. a good
0: night. Hey, have a good time. All right, we will. All right. Okay, so. Yep. I don't know where to go from here, but uh, hey, uh, if you guys are going to be around tomorrow evening, uh, tune in to Cryptid Crunch. Uh, So we're going to be, me and Kale, we're going to be talking about uh, lizard people. So apparently there was a woman on a plane that stood up and got really, really agitated about her, uh, someone sitting behind, beside her that was not human. According to the story, and I'm gonna look it up today to make sure that, uh, we have to find out, did this woman actually disappear? Did this woman actually see a lizard person? What is the story behind this woman freaking out or, uh, on a plane? We're going to talk about this and many other uh, theories about Lizard People tomorrow on Cryptid Crunch. So uh, tune in uh, 8 p.m. Central, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern if you are uh, around. Um, You guys, thank you for joining us. Uh, You guys are amazing. Um, So I'm going (laughs) to... I'm gonna say our goodbyes and uh yeah uh, you guys can find me all over social media i am the social media socialite uh, your emotional support canadian um so yeah uh tune if what if, if, if i watch my videos on TikTok, instagram and facebook and uh, even uh, friend me uh, follow me on youtube hopefully we yeah, i can put up some more videos on there as well so You guys have a great day. Thank you for joining us.